Make the most of your life. When you remove the blocks that are holding you back, you can bring inspiration, passion, and purpose to yourself and those around you. This is the Hoffman Connection with your hosts, Raz and Grossi and Ed McLoon. Our hosts and their guests will give you the tools that you need to improve yourself by bringing you closer to what really matters. Now, here's your host. Welcome to the Hoffman Connection once again. Uh, I'm Raz and Grossi, president of the Hoffman Institute. We're coming to you live from beautiful Northern California near San Francisco. And if you've never heard of the Hoffman Institute and the Hoffman process, we're celebrating 45 years as a leading personal development program across the world. We have 16 sites, uh, helped over 85,000 people. And it's an eight-day. Our most important program is called the Hoffman Process, and it's just an amazing eight-day retreat of personal development and discovery. My co-host here is Hoffman teacher and therapist Ed McLoon. Over to you, Ed. Oh, good afternoon, Raz. Yeah, I'm so glad to be here with you and our guests today. Our show, The Hoffman Connection, is here to help bring inspiration, some education and tools to help you connect to a life that you love and to help you connect to others who are doing just that, including our guest this afternoon, Rich, and we'll introduce him in just a minute. We offer the Hoffman process about 30 times here in the United States and California and on the East Coast, and we support our graduates in a variety of different ways. Um, we like to think of ourselves as the kind of nonprofit that supports you for the rest of your life. And as Raz was saying, we're celebrating our 45th year, and as part of that, um, now through June 28th, we've got a $125 discount on our primary course, the Hoffman Process, but also courses that are offered to our graduates, including the Q2 and our course, the Inner Work of Leaders. If you want more information about the process and this particular discount on our courses, you can go to our website at hoffmaninstitute.org or call 800-506-5253. And we'll be repeating that information throughout the show. So now to, we'll go back to Raz to introduce our guest this afternoon. Raz? Thanks, Ed. Today we are joined by Rich Dutra St. John, who is just a great friend, someone I admire totally. And he's a gifted facilitator, counselor, therapist. But most importantly, he is, along with his wife, Yvonne, the co-founder of Challenge Day, the Challenge Day program, which works in high schools across the country and now actually going over to Europe. Uh, they've been doing this for almost 25 years, have worked with over 2 million kids. This year alone, they'll work with about 100,000. And you may have seen them on 60 Minutes, on the Tom Brokaw special. They've been twice on Oprah. There have been documentaries done on their work. And they, in one day, and with some follow-up programs, but basically in one day, they will turn around the lives of 100 kids. And uh, it's it's you can't believe it until you see it. But their goal, their vision through Challenge Day is to help every child live in a world where they feel safe loved and celebrated welcome rich well thank you so much uh what a beautiful introduction it's really a privilege to have you here and tell us a little bit what was the impetus for creating the challenge day program well basically challenge day came from um both my wife yvonne and i um had a, a roller coaster ride of experiences in school um for for me, I was the smallest kid in my seventh grade class. I was teased, bullied, picked on, and really felt lonely. And um, then somehow, um, between junior high and high school, I worked out, got bigger, I got to high school, and all of a sudden now I was part of um, the jock group on campus. And what I witnessed was my friends were doing some of the same things that I hated when I was um, in junior high to other people, and I never really had the courage to say stop, because I thought if I did, I'd be back in junior high all over again. So for me, the impetus became I wanted to not have kids have to go through that. When I got out of um, um, high school, I went into college and changed my life again, and I became a teacher, and every day I told my kids, if you want to talk, I'll be there. There was groups of kids outside my room wanting to talk about the same things I hated when I was in school. So... Um, I got into drug treatment and opened and ran two different adolescent drug treatment programs, and that's actually, I opened uh, Thunder Road in Oakland, California, and Yvonne, um, my uh, 
was where I met my wife, Yvonne, and she came and was telling me her story, and she was a fat little girl who was teased all the time for being fat, lost a lot of weight, became homecoming queen, and then they said you're conceited and stuck up for that. So we got that nobody wins, and so what our goal became was to create a program that would demonstrate the possibility that love and connection are actually possible in our schools. And in 1987, we piloted our first day in Livermore, California. It was a 12-hour day, and uh, it was beyond our wildest dreams. Amazing. Yeah, you know, a lot of a lot of people suffer that kind of, I mean, probably most of us in some kind, that kind of bullying or the effects of being insecure and becoming a bully. Um so, but it's quite remarkable that the two of you decided to take your own personal experience and bring it into healing for other kids, and it's certainly a great contribution. Are there are there different concerns these days in America for children? Or are they pretty much the same, Rich? What, what's changing? Well, I'd say I'd say that young people today are dealing with a whole bunch more challenges. Um, than we did even growing up. I mean, the same kind of idea that somebody's on the downside of the power imbalance and some people are on the upside and that people are getting bullied or teased or positioning for power is still in place, but it's become more sophisticated. Um, they're dealing with drugs and violence and then and, and cyberbullying and all the things that happen online. They don't even have to look each other in the eyes to be mean to each other. And so we... Our focus of our work is to get them to look in each other in the eyes, get to have more in common than difference, and show them that actually love and connection are possible in their school. And so for me, that's the miracle of it is they see that, and it doesn't take much because really we all want it inside, and we think anything we all want, we should be able to get. Well, go ahead, Russ. Rich, um, you've been doing this for almost 25 years. I think you told me that next year or this year is 25 years. Is that right? Yes. And you, so now you've been able to see the, you know, the longitudinal impact of your work. Can you tell us a little bit about what you've been able to observe as, as kids, you know, do these courses in high school with you, change their lives and then move on? What, what have you, what difference have you been able to see? Well, there's, Obviously, over all these years, there's been hundreds of thousands, maybe, of stories where people tell us, and we don't even get to see all the results, but the ones we have, one that really touched me in particular was there's a um, a woman, woman named Roxana who went to a challenge day in junior high, and she said to us that she was so moved that she wanted to go to college to be a um, professor who would do evaluation to be able to get more programs like this in the schools, and so the next thing I know, we're in Michigan doing uh, our three-day um, being the change workshop, and she comes walking down the hall and she goes, Rich and Yvonne, oh, my God, I'm in this graduate program because you changed my life, and that one day I saw possibilities. And next thing I know now, she's a professor at uh, San Jose State University doing um, research on the very issues that we're trying to deal with and um, empowering young people. And uh, for a period of time, she was on our board of directors. And so that's just one small glimpse of how people have been affected. We get calls on a regular basis of people saying thank you or they step up and they're bringing it to their school after they went when they were, they're now teachers. I start to feel kind of old. But (laughs) some of them who went back way back when are now the teachers and administrators at their school and they're bringing us because they know it changed their life and made a difference. Rich, can you, know, you can you just go into a little bit of detail about what 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 Challenge Day is for the listeners who aren't uh, aware of what your work is like? Well, Challenge Day is a is the one day program that we do that basically is designed to demonstrate that love and connection are possible in a school. And we start out with taking about a hundred young people in a room. We start out in a circle, and we have them notice. Start out by noticing how they feel now. Look around the room. Who do you judge? How do you feel? Um, and then once we we start the program, we go right into playing some games and activities, mixers we call them, where we say, okay, um, find someone who's different than you, find someone who has different skin color, find someone who's a different background, and then we share opportunities for them to do a little sharing. But the heart of the program is we do two, two different pieces. One is what we call it the F-word presentation. It's about feelings and how people... Um, that we learn in society that it's not okay to say how I'm feeling. And so what we end up doing is comparing our insides to other people's outsides. We use an image of an iceberg, and we put it up on the board, and we say, okay, up here is what most people show, right? And everyone agrees. And we say, down here, what's, what's below this waterline? 
people don't fall in love with an image, which is what's above the waterline. They fall in love with the human being that's underneath. And so we give them a chance to drop the waterline, we call it, get real with each other. And at one point in the act uh, to help really cement the lessons, we do a nonverbal activity called crossing the line or power shuffle where we say, um, call out different different topics, different forms of oppression or manifestations of oppression, places where they've been hurt or teased. Say, cross the line if you've ever been teased about your body, or cross the line if you've ever felt left out, or cross the line if you're black or of African heritage, or cross the line if you've, um, if anyone in your life has ever been dealing with alcohol or any other drugs. And we try to keep it as safe as possible by anything that's t- touchy, having... Um, uh, you, a friend or a family member, has this experience so they don't expose a lot of themselves in public and they get to decide what to share. But by crossing the line, they get to see over and over again that they're not alone. Everybody crosses at one time or another. Nobody likes it, so why would we hurt each other because of our difference? And from that point in the program, you could just see the transition and feel it. And people, we do a speak out where they say how they'd like things to be. And then once they graduate, uh, come through the program, they go back to school, and the idea is there's a be the change team on their campus. This is looking at how do we sustain this, and what can we do? And we create uh, circles of change with adults in the various communities who help live, fund, and support the principals in those communities. And so, for us, they all become part of the be the change movement and start doing daily acts of change. And so, it's a way of saying you belong, you're safe, and now you can participate in positive change. It's amazing the flow of how your work is impacting out, rippling out to communities really now all over the world, Rich. We're going to take a short break and come back with Rich Dutra St. John, who's a gifted facilitator, creator of Challenge Day. And Rich and Raz and I would love your participation in the program. If you'd have a question or even a story of some success, maybe of a Challenge Day in your own life or a child in your life's um, life. Uh, we'd love to have you join us. 866-472-5788 is the number here at the Hoffman Connection. Again, join us at the Hoffman Connection, 866-472-5788. We'll be right back. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Are your unconscious patterns holding you back from a life you truly love? For 45 years, the Hoffman Process has helped people reclaim their ability to find love, forgiveness, and their true purpose in life. According to a University of California Davis study, Hoffman Process participants significantly increased their joy, satisfaction, and emotional intelligence on a sustained and lasting basis. For more information, visit us at hoffmaninstitute.org. The Hoffman Process, when you're serious about change. Visit hoffmaninstitute.org. Are you looking for more joy, satisfaction, and love in your life? The Hoffman Process can give you the foundation and tools you need to create your ideal future. Celebrating 45 years as the premier personal growth program, the Hoffman Process has helped over 80,000 people worldwide discover answers and guidance to help them find their best life ever. Visit us at hoffmaninstitute.org for more information. The Hoffman Process, when you're serious about change. Again, visit hoffmaninstitute.org. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to The Hoffman Connection. To reach Raz and Grossi, Ed McLoon, or this week's guest, please call in to 1-866-472-5788. Again, that's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to radio at hoffmaninstitute.org. Now, back to our program. And we're back talking to Rich Dutra St. John. Rich is a brilliant, gifted facilitator, counselor, co-founder of Challenge Day Program, and he's been working with youth and families as a licensed family therapist and drug intervention specialist for 25 years. 
His vision through Challenge Day is to help every child live in a world where they feel safe, loved, and celebrated. And I have to say he's doing an amazing job of it. Uh, it is, unless you've seen one of their programs or seen a video of one of their programs, it's hard to imagine the power and beauty of what we're talking about because I promise you that, uh, and I want to encourage everyone to actually go on their website. It's just www.challengeday.org, www.challengeday.org, because you'll never see a teen- you'll never look at a teenager the same way again. Every every teenager is just beautiful. Every person is beautiful, I guess. But I mean, certainly you'll just see teens as they open their hearts and realize. Uh, just how amazing and incredible teenagers are. And, but, Rich, you've been doing that for a long time. Tell us a little bit more about uh, uh, about your experience with that and also what can parents do? What's what's on your website for, for uh, people who go visit there? Well, I, I think that if someone was wanting to uh, see firsthand, aside from volunteering or participating in a challenge day or one of our um, Being the Change workshops, um, the best way to do it would be to go online, and um, there's several free uh, portions of documentaries. There's one called The Teen Files Surviving High School that was a documentary that aired in um, about 2000 that's really people love. It's really powerful and demonstrates the whole program. There's another one that's called The Bully Solution that aired in Canada, and Alanis Morissette does a testimonial in there for us. There's a... Um, uh, series um, that came out on MTV called If You Really Knew Me that demonstrates um, a whole bunch of backstories on kids and shows them through the process of Challenge Day and there's free downloadable docu- um, materials for people who want to bring the concepts into their classrooms and um, our books there. So there's several opportunities for people who want resources to find them on the website. That's fantastic. And so parents can do that and look at them with their own kids, but also if they're interested in bringing Challenge Day to their high school, they can... Oh, absolutely. We're we're looking to build community and actually, um, given all the budget cuts and things, to be able to um, offset what um, costs for schools. We're working on trying to create a a scholarship fund that would maybe make a 50-50 split with schools so that they can do twice as many days or at least the days that they used to do back before the budget cuts happened. And so there's places to donate, there's places to participate, there's places to volunteer. So if someone feels passionate, there's a a way they can play. Are you finding that kids in high school today, the things are different than, let's say, when you started 20 years ago in the sense that... um, I mean, has the culture of high school changed for kids in the last 20 years? Well, you know, it's interesting because in some ways it's better. They're more um, educated in terms of acceptance and how they're, they're intolerant of intolerance. Um, so at some level, it's easier. And at another level, the things that they're dealing with, and especially in some of the inner city schools or the places where they have the most uh, challenges, um, there, there's, there's a way in which the pressure to melt the image or to actually surrender to trusting is really hard. And I, and I get it because, you know, we all come into the world as this bright, shiny, hard and open, and then we get hurt and scars and we build shields between us and we end up relating shield to shield instead of heart to heart. And our job is we think, we say that any scar in any of our hearts can be healed with enough love and support. Anything we learn, we can unlearn. And so if we, create a safe enough container, healing can happen, connection can happen, and then in connection, people can get into the solution. And are you, and are you finding also, that, well, let's just, the kids need to put the cell phones down, do they need to put the smartphones down and connect <laughs> with each other more? Is that oh, I, I mean, I have a pet peeve about that. You know, I'll, I'll watch kids or people texting each other right next to it, and I'll say, why don't you just call that person? I don't want to talk to him. I just want to send him, you know, so I, I think... In some level, technology um, has been a huge gift. There's a, we, we can relate with people across the world. So in some ways, we are connected. We have resources. They can get involved with things that they never got involved with before. And then the cost of that is we're not looking each other in the eyes and filling each other's hearts sometimes. And so we say the biggest problems in schools aren't drugs, alcohol, violence, and all that. It's actually separation, isolation, and loneliness. Because if um, if we can't feel connected, then how can we ever believe that peace on earth is possible or any of the positive things that we'd all want to have see happen? 
And what about the administrators in high schools? Um, I mean, they've got a tough road to hoe with uh, all the restrictions on drugs and alcohol, and there's always the potential for violence. And then when something happens, everyone wants to blame the school and blame the teacher. And, and yet, so often this results in the kids and the teachers, or at least the administration, feeling like they're in, uh, they're really in a, you know, war zone or that they're at, at deep odds with one another. Does Challenge Day address any of those issues? Well, I mean, by giving people a chance to feel connected at their school and to feel like they're part of something positive, we help with that. Um, there's so many factors. There's the factor of the administrator feeling the pressure to create uh, results, like uh, you know, test scores and things. And then they have to, um, there's the emotional intelligence aspect of what it is that the kids need emotionally. Um, we ask at our workshops that we do with adults, raise your hand if you remember 75% of what you learned in school and um, nobody raises their hand. And 50%, nobody raises their hand or a few people and then I'll say okay how about um, 25 and most people raise their hand and then we'll say okay now raise your hand if you remember the teachers and adults who loved you and believed in you and they all raise their hand and so we're trying to get the culture to think about if the kids feel important in school and they feel seen and celebrated by their teachers they have the best chance to succeed and that doesn't take away all the external factors of what they're dealing with at home so it's we don't address that particular uh, issue, uh, except for to let the administrators know we get it and try to offer some solution in that phase. And have, have the challenges of, you know, bringing whatever we're going to call it, emotional, um, tender kind of work that you're bringing um, into a school district or into a, an academic environment um, grown? You know, is it is it tough to convince school administrators to bring this kind of work into their programs? Well, honestly, it's never, we've never advertised. It's always, we, except for when we very first started, we went out and we start, we said, let give us a chance and we did it for free and demonstrated it. But once we saw that, people who saw it started talking about it and they sold it for us. So truth is, we don't, ever push anyone to do the day we sometimes find an administration changes and someone doesn't believe in what we do so they stop but historically speaking what we end up having is people who get more on fire because they see the results and so we have some really strong advocates who sell it for us and so in that way it's not that it's harder to get in it's just they have to decide which resource they're going to use financially which resource they're going to use um you know, can they get support from their superintendent to do these kind of things? Um, usually, uh, if that happens, we kind of take the call to the parents, and the parents end up doing the talking for us. You're going to reach, what, over 100,000 kids this year, and you'll do something uh, less than a, but around 1,000 programs. You've got like 28 leaders working for you. I remember some of these numbers from talking with you earlier. This is a pretty big operation. How many programs are I mean, there must be 20 programs going on this week, right? Um, in any given week, we could have yes, somewhere around 20 programs happening in schools. Uh, we, we do, most of the time, we'll go to an area, Do th- our leaders go in pairs, and they do two or three challenge days in that particular week. And in any given week, we may have seven or eight set of leaders out doing their thing and um, um, somewhere around the world. So it's very exciting. We're loving that everywhere we go, we get to hear and experience miracles. So, What is the challenge? You say, call it challenge day. It's a cha- <laughs> I, I, I don't want to put the words in your mouth. I, you know me, I could put the words in your mouth. But what is the challenge? Well, the challenge is to, uh, you know, when we first started, Yvonne and I were laying in bed when we came up with the name Challenge Day. We thought, we can't call it Love Day. We can't call it Get Along Day. No one will come. And so we thought Challenge Day will get all the guys who really need it to come. And once they were there, we'd have them hooked. So the challenge really is to open your heart and mind to the possibility that how you've been looking at people isn't isn't serving you. And if it's not serving you, we have a three-step formula for change. Notice, choose, and act. Notice what's happening. Choose how you'd like it to be and then take action. And so if you don't like the way it feels at your school, do something about it. If you don't like how it feels in your home, get help. If you don't like how it feels in your community, if you don't like your image on campus, then do it. You be the change because you can't wait for someone else to do it. So that's the message and the challenge. It's like, hey, you're not a victim. I know that we don't get to say what happens to us, but we all get to say how we respond, and that's the message we try to get to kids. 
and so which – oh, go ahead, Russ. You, well, I was just going to say, so the opposite of being a victim is uh, being someone who initiates change. Positive, yes, yes, to be part of the solution. And we're just about to go to, to break, Rich, but I'd like to maybe move the subject into how you moved from inspiration into action, you know, to your own personal challenge of creating this. And um, – just the creative process for you in, in getting this inspiration as a bullied kid yourself to actually creating something, you know, to taking the action, just like you're talking about meeting the challenge that you found in life. Um, and we'll do that after the break. If you'd like to participate in the show, please give us a call. The number here is 866-472-5788. 866-472-5788. Four seven two five seven eight eight, or you can email us radio at hoffmaninstitute.org and um, we also want to remind you that the Hoffman Institute has our many courses but three of them are the Hoffman Process and also for our graduates the Q2 and our Inner Work of Leaders course and we're offering a uh, discount on the course for callers now through June 28th to get a $125 off and if you want to learn more about this discount on our courses you can again go to the website hoffmaninstitute.org and find out more about that anyway we will be back with Challenge Day founder Rich Dutra St. John in just a couple of minutes here on the Hoffman Connection Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you looking for more joy, satisfaction, and love in your life? The Hoffman Process can give you the foundation and tools you need to create your ideal future. Celebrating 45 years as the premier personal growth program, the Hoffman Process has helped over 80,000 people worldwide discover answers and guidance to help them find their best life ever. Visit us at hoffmaninstitute.org for more information. The Hoffman Process, when you're serious about change. Again, visit hoffmaninstitute.org. Are your unconscious patterns holding you back from a life you truly love? For 45 years, the Hoffman Process has helped people reclaim their ability to find love, forgiveness, and their true purpose in life. According to a University of California Davis study, Hoffman Process participants significantly increased their joy, satisfaction, and emotional intelligence on a sustained and lasting basis. For more information, visit us at hoffmaninstitute.org. The Hoffman Process, when you're serious about change. Visit hoffmaninstitute.org. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to The Hoffman Connection. To reach Raz and Grossi, Ed McClune, or this week's guest, please call in to 1-866-472-5788. Again, that's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to radio at hoffmaninstitute.org. Now, back to our program. All right, we're back talking to Rich Dutra-St. John, the facilitator, counselor, and the creator, at least co-founder of the Challenge Day program. And Rich, I'm I'm always impressed by people. You know, we all have good ideas, and we all see suffering in the world. And you took, you know, essentially a blank canvas and have created so much good for the world and then find another canvas to create, you know, a a related program. And we're all interested in how, you know, innovators innovate. And, you know, certainly this inspiration you took into action, you know, we're talking about that in in just defining the challenge when you're talking about challenge day. Can Can you tell us a little bit of how you moved from whatever, the hurt of knowing personally what it felt like to be bullied to the inspiration and then creating something out of nothing to have this wonderful, impactful program. Wow. I, I love how you're putting that. I, I, I don't know that I've done a lot of thinking about the, the specifics, but I could say that when I first met my wife, Yvonne, first of all, we were 
totally in love. She, when she met me, she told her friend, "I'm supposed to be with that man there." So there was something on a spiritual or bigger level than I know, because you know I don't want to make up any stories about that. But we we ended up getting together, and when we got together, we each had two kids. They were one, two, three, and four at the time, and. Uh, maybe where Challenge Day came from, but anyway, um, they were they were. We didn't want our kids to do go through what we did in school, and so we were so in love and so committed that we didn't have any idea it was going to be a worldwide movement or that there was going to be. We just knew we had to do what we had to do. Um, we knew. For me, I have a personal mission statement to have every single person I have contact with to feel added to or contributed to by having a relationship with me, and so I and Yvonne has the same kind of commitment, and we started this work just doing our own thing um volunteering putting it out and just said we want to do the work we actually offered the organization to a nonprofit that Yvonne had worked with for and said just give us an office and a phone we'll do it for free and they said no go ahead that'll never work kind of thing and then we went out and then five years later they wanted to buy the program so we just I just can say that anybody who has a dream just do the thing that gives them goosebumps gives us what happened for us we went in and i mean for example at the very first challenge day we did you know my wife the story was i'd mentioned that she was a fat girl that got teased and bullied in school and i was the in the jock group well the very first challenge day we did um the captain of the football team got up he walked across with about three of his, his teammates to a, a girl who had been crying all day about being teased for being fat he looked her in the eyes and he told her I'm so sorry for what me and my friends have done to you, and I promise you, as long as we're here, you'll never have to go through that again. And then he held her. And in that very moment, I looked at Yvonne, and she looked at me, and we said we knew that was going to be our life's work. So it was in that moment that we knew we were on the right track. And I call it breadcrumbs, like we get breadcrumbs all along the way that say, you're on the right track, keep going. And every time we've ever needed anything, we said we'd only grow as fast as we could in integrity, love, and, and ease. And so we've never pushed, and it's happened in that way. And everything we've needed along the way has been provided just when we needed it. And so I guess that's um, – I keep waking up every day listening to what I'm called to do and then finding a new way to do it. And now there's a whole team of people holding hands, taking it beyond anything I've ever dreamed of. So um, we we started the ball rolling, but a whole bunch of people have joined the snowball for sure. Our staff is amazing, and we all – we practice the principles in everything we do. Every meeting we start by, before we have any business, we start with a check-in personally, one minute each. If you really knew me, you know this about me. Here's what's going on for me today. Then we do the meat of the program, and every meeting we end with appreciation. Thank you for this or thank you for that. And so to me, living it makes it so that no matter great scale, small scale, we're already always for life going to be doing the work. So you're finding a... Uh Goosebumps and breadcrumbs as inspiration. I don't say that lightly. I think, no, I, I understand. With that, you know, so many of us don't create a structure or a practice or something where we're actually listening to those or, or feeling the goosebumps or seeing the breadcrumbs that generally are around us all the time. And not only have you done that with your program, but it sounds like within the organization, you're uh, living the principles and listening together or watching for more breadcrumbs to see what's next. I love the way you're serving not only the students, the schools, each other, yourselves. Uh, it's a virtuous cycle of service and love that just keeps empowering itself and moving outward, touching more and more people. And I just have this feeling that as big as it is, you would always take the time to be with someone. Oh, for sure. There's no, um, we, we actually had offers twice to, um, a Canadian uh, oil company wanted to buy the program and we went and met and they weren't practicing and the, the pr principles that we teach and we said no and it was, they thought we were crazy. It was like $4 million and for us at that time it was big and it still is big, but that was like, we'll give it to you right away and, um, and now we're working, uh, we have an offer for creating a center in Holland and our board of directors is working with people, but we have a team there and we've basically said 
we're only going to grow in integrity, love, and ease. And so either you all adapt the same exact principles we do in our office or we're going to just keep doing the program from home. And they uh, totally have gotten on board, and it's very exciting. Um, they want to be a hub in Europe, and so we're right in the process of that right now. And that's the, the side benefit of living life that way. It's really interesting to me as I was listening to you speak about integrity, love, and ease. Uh, integrity and love, but then I've thought to myself, I haven't always been willing to grow in ease. And yet, I've with Hoffman had the very same experience of you. Whenever we need it, whenever we really need something, it's provided for. I loved your breadcrumbs thing. I could say the same thing. And, uh, and, and I think I haven't been as willing to embrace ease as you have, and I think it's a powerful and profound principle. I, I really thank you for teaching me today about that. It's uh, fun, uh, fun to have a sense of humor because, you know, there isn't the the what but the how, and there isn't the uh, experience, there isn't whatever it is, there's an opportunity in it. And so to be able to be little detectives and have fun looking for what that is uh, and then feeling proud at the other side is all we really get to do. How old are your kids now? Hmm. They're, they're going to laugh at me now. I think 29, 28, 27, and 26, basically. And um, we also have other God kids and extended family that I won't go into all the details on. So we have lots of kids in our life that we love. Um, we've had some adopt, adopted uh, foster kids that lived at our house for a while. So we have a lot of kids we claim. And when you look out, especially at the four that you started with, mm -hmm. um, have their destinies been changed because of your choices, yours and Yvonne's choice? I like to think so. I certainly know the example they have in their life um, by how we live our life is something they all repeatedly say they're proud of. I mean, they've had some challenges because of it at times. At one point in high school, our daughter was really into do a couple of our daughters were really into our work, and everyone loved it, and then all of a sudden their friends were worried they're going to, bust them for being mean to people or whatever and then they had to kind of push away pull away you know do the whole adolescent dance and so we've let them all do their process and find their way my oldest daughter um our oldest daughter um wanted tried out as a challenge day leader this year and she's really wants to follow two of our daughters worked in our office for a time and so um they're definitely um it's created closeness in our family practices that we all live by and um i'd like to think that um it gave them alternatives so they're they're into service as well. Oh, that for sure. Yes, in all their different ways, they they um, have soft hearts. They'll they'll find, you know, one of our daughters squats down and asks the homeless people that almost everyone she sees about their life story and buys them food, even though she doesn't have a lot of money. And there's, I mean, each one of them finds their own way to be of service, and I feel really proud of them. Wow, congratulations! That's wonderful. And I I've met Yvonne any number of times, and she is just. Um, uh, obviously, you feel very blessed, but I just want to, from the outside, say what a miraculous woman she is and what a great partner you do have. I have the life of my dreams, the wife of my dreams, and there has never been a moment of any time over the last 25 years since we met that uh, I haven't felt like I found where I was supposed to be. So. How did you recognize the call when it came to you? Uh, you know, I was suicidal, actually. I think um, when I was in junior high, I thought about killing myself, and, and I just, it was like either die or do something. And some level, that was my piece of it. Yvonne had a similar thing on her end. And when we got together, we, I was doing drug treatment, and all these kids were saying, you know, they come in, they're saying, I hate hate you parents i don't want to be here and then by the time they were leaving they were like i don't want to go and 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 i thought why do young people have to get in a drug treatment or in the system before they get the kind of love support and tools that we need to do good well in life and so when we met we just went look at this there's all these people want it everyone wants it why can't we create some way to give it to them and that's the same thing that happened with the be the change movement um we have a weekly date night for years Yvonne and I make sure we get together and create together and make sure we're in love and clear anything that's between us and one night she was crying and saying how these kids get all this hope and then they get hit by a wave of negativity back at school we need to do a bigger movement and so she goes we could challenge them to be the change do something positive so that they don't be victims and so it's it's all been a process of trying to figure out how to integrate 
the be the change movements, the circle of change, and Challenge Day into making it a holistic kind of program. And we're still our board's still working on how to get all that happening. That's really beautiful. I have one question I want to ask you. I think it's certainly on my mind, maybe on others. Um, is there more gun violence these days, or or is there just more publicity about it? I'm going to call it gun and knife and you know physical violence. In high schools. Well, I can't speak for everywhere. I can speak for there is definitely more, uh, just like there's more access to drugs, there's more access to guns, there's more acceptability to use violence as the alternative. Um, I'd say there's just like there is more of the negative things like that, there's also more people are saying, I'm sick and tired of that, and they're a stand in the other direction. So I think it's probably balancing out in lots of ways with people's passion to change it. We have a, It's really easier to get kids fired up about how unfair that is or how unsafe that is or how much they hate that um, because at some point it wasn't cool to say that, but now it's like really clear there's a big cost for living life that way. In fact, we're doing our first challenge day in a Solano prison on uh, June 30th with uh, inmates. We went in and they were so beautiful. They're all lifers, and they were um, in there for killing people, and all these things happened, and we were asking them about those things, and two of the young men in there were so inspired. They donate their uh, pay from the prison to Challenge Day every month, like $15 or whatever they make in the, the laundry, and so we decided we're going to give them the gift back and donate a Challenge Day for 80 of the inmates, and we're gonna, Yvonne and I are going to go in um, on the 30th of June, and we just had a meeting the other night, and they were so beautiful and so grateful to have a chance to make up for that mistake they met and the violent acts that they were doing. Oh, it's a beautiful story. We'll be back with one more segment with Rich Dutra St. John of Challenge Day. And um, also like to remind those of you who are listening live that at the top of the hour at 5 o'clock Pacific time, you can uh, participate in the introduction call about the Hoffman process if you'd like to learn more about our particular course. Uh, you can go to the website, which is hoffmaninstitute.org org and find out more information about our introduction call on the Hoffman process, um, which is also participatory, just answering any one of your questions. And that's 5 o'clock Pacific time every Tuesday afternoon. And the information is on our website, hoffmaninstitute.org. We'll be right back. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Are your unconscious patterns holding you back from a life you truly love? For 45 years, the Hoffman Process has helped people reclaim their ability to find love, forgiveness, and their true purpose in life. According to a University of California Davis study, Hoffman Process participants significantly increased their joy, satisfaction, and emotional intelligence on a sustained and lasting basis. For more information, visit us at hoffmaninstitute.org. The Hoffman Process, when you're serious about change, visit hoffmaninstitute.org. Are you looking for more joy, satisfaction, and love in your life? The Hoffman Process can give you the foundation and tools you need to create your ideal future. Celebrating 45 years as the premier personal growth program, the Hoffman Process has helped over 80,000 people worldwide discover answers and guidance to help them find their best life ever. Visit us at hoffmaninstitute.org for more information. The Hoffman Process, when you're serious about change. Again, visit hoffmaninstitute.org. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to The Hoffman Connection. To reach Raz and Grossi, Ed McClune, or this week's guest, please call in to 1-866-472-5788. Again, that's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to radio at hoffmaninstitute.org. 
Now, back to our program. Here on the Hoffman Connection with Raz and Grassi, I'm Ed McClune. Our guest today is Challenge Day co-founder Rich Dutra St. John. And Rich, we've got a phone call. Jeff in California has something he wants to bring to the program. Afternoon, Jeff. Greetings. I would like to know what students or teachers or parents can do to keep that incredible feeling that they get after the Challenge Day going. Well, I mean, we encourage, uh, the way the system works as far as in the ideal world is before we come to a school, we ask them to create a Be the Change team, and they can be part of the Be the Change um, team on their campus to help organize the challenge day and help with follow-up afterwards. And then once they're once they're part of that team, we encourage them to be part of what we call the Be the Change movement, which is to do at least one positive daily act of change to contribute to the planet or their school or whatever, especially in the areas that they notice that they want to see some change happen. Um, people do, the, the young people are doing amazing things. There's uh, up in the Yukon Territory, for example, up in Canada, they, they did a thing uh, where they would shovel people's driveways and leave a shovel there and say, you just received an act of change, pay it forward. And so they would encourage this whole thing, or they bought coffee, uh, Starbucks coffees, or, or I don't want to advertise them, but the coffee places in the whole town, they would pay the person behind them, and so people would do those kind of things. So it's, it's almost like the pay it forward kind of plan. Um, as far as... Um, uh, people who want to sustain it in their life, they can participate in after challenge day. We also have a three day workshop we do for adults and teen leaders called being the change. Um, next step to being the change has been called at times and it's, um, helps people learn how to te- keep the principles we teach in the day and bring it back into their homes and into their lives. We, um, yeah, I think Challenge Day shows what's possible. The next step shows, or the Being the Change workshop shows um, how they can take it into their lives and their family and relationships. And, um, of course, just to keep living the principles. I saw on the website there's a, an app. What, what do you get with the app? Um, well, the app is a, a, they can sign up for, a, through iTunes, there's a Be the Change app, and it's an, I think it costs 99 cents or something, and people can um, have a daily inspiration that shows a quote of the day with a challenge of the day, and it's a way to practice that, and um, we're, we're working on, at this point, trying to make that application um, one that pops up on their screen every day so that it'll keep being in their face and remind them, and that's really exciting, too, if we can get the funding and process to make that happen, that would be really great. Thanks for the call, Jeff. Thank you. Well, Rich, one of the things that's impressed me as I've been listening to you is how your inner change, your inner growth, and your attention to your own inner change and inner growth has fueled your outer contribution and your own healing has brought healing to others. Uh, I'd like to ask you, I know you did Hoffman, the Hoffman process yeah. maybe. 20 years ago or something near near the time when you were starting Challenge Day. And uh, what could you tell us about the impact that the Hoffman process had on, on you and, 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 your, and your work? Well, I have to say um, the work of Hoffman gave me back my dad was probably the bottom line. Um, I had grown up in a family where I was afraid of my dad. It was violent and crazy. Um, I at some point even had, had a thought of, Growing up and killing my dad, that's kind of how strong that feeling was inside of me. And I thought then I thought he was pathetic. I didn't want anything to do with him. And when I went through the process and and did the healing, I was able to see that my dad had it as bad or worse than I ever did. I was able to come home and have a conversation with my dad and tell him I'm sorry for the things I'm sorry for. I thank him for the things that I was grateful for. Um, And actually, um, there was this whole process I, I said to him, you know, I'm sorry, I love you. And he says, well, I, 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 um, he didn't say I love you, he just said thanks. And then I said, you know, Dad, I'd always like a, I'd like a hug from you. And he said, um, well, I wasn't brought up that way. And I remember I walked out of the house crying, thinking, what a failure. But the bottom line was, a day later, he came and put his arm around my shoulder. He looks up on my roof and he says, what's that up on your roof? And I looked over and I knew that was him trying to reach out and give me a hug. And since that time... Um, every time he comes close and sticks out his hand, I give him a hug. We're close. We talk. And so it changed the, my whole uh, come from at the work that we do because when we were first starting, it was all about, I never want to see this again, or I'm defying, or I'm standing up against 
something, and all of a sudden it became, I can tell every young person I ever see that miracles can happen, that, 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 that anybody can have enough healing with enough love, and if, they do, if we do our own work as parents or as adults or as young people, um, we don't have to live our life separate. So for me, that was probably the biggest gift I got. And of course, of course, there's tons of really beautiful tools, but that that for me was the the nugget of what I got the best out of it. Wow! It sounds to me like your heart really opened and healed, and uh, that I've witnessed. You know your work, and I can't witness it without my eyes welling up with tears. <laughs> and it's all about the love, and and that the the human heart is just so ready to be touched and. Rich, I just have to commend you and, and Yvonne and your whole team for the ways in which you've been able to maintain an open heart because a human heart opens in the presence of another, another heart that's open. And you're, uh, you are a big, big, big opening for um, hearts all across the world. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. That's the dream. <laughs> Thanks so much, Rich. And um, next week we're going to be having another wonderful guest and that will be i believe um linda newland who has been working on her own personal healing in a just an absolutely magnificent way and she has taken her she's a hoffman teacher and she's taken her work to a new level of musicianship performance art and just reaching people with the healing message of recovery recovery from all forms of uh, abuse, abuse from others, but also the ways in which we abuse ourselves and the ways we aren't fair to ourselves. And Linda Newland is someone you're going to love. We all love her, and we welcome you back next week to hear the Hoffman Connection. And if you want to uh, learn more about the Hoffman process, we have our introductory call. It's confidential and free, and you can find out more about that. It's every Tuesday afternoon at 5 o'clock, so immediately after the show right now. And you can go to our website, hoffmaninstitute.org, to learn more about that, as well as a discount on the Hoffman process and our other courses for graduates of the process, our Q2 and the Inner Work of Leaders course. And there's uh, now through June 28th, a $125 discount on all those courses. And again, that information is available at our website, hoffmaninstitute.org, or at the Hoffman Business Office line, toll-free 800-506-5253. Raz, I'm going to be away teaching next week, so your show with Linda will be all uh, just the two of you, but I'll be back in two weeks. Have a great teaching uh, next week, Ed, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right. Good Thanks hearing you, being... Ed. Oh, it's great to have you here, Rich. Alrighty. Take care. Thank you again for being a part of the Hoffman Connection. Please join your hosts, Raz and Grossi and Ed McLoon, again next Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until then, make it an outstanding week.